Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Community Garden Revolution. My name is Mary Catherine, and we're so glad you're here today. It's very important for you to think about eating more healthy, and uh, that's going to be your fruits and vegetables. You can have some nuts, yogurt, that kind of thing, whatever. But uh, the thing is, is that um, with this uh, coronavirus, we still don't know too much about it. And you need to eat healthy and be healthy. And social uh, distancing, I think, is excellent. Um, I like the idea of the masks. Um, cleaning everything, I've seen the stores are stepping it up as far as what they're doing. is cleaning uh, the, uh, I don't know what you call it, but the, the place where uh, the you swipe the uh, the barcode over the thing and and it ticks off the price on the machine, whatever that thing is called. And then, of course, the um, the buttons that you push in there for uh, how you're going to pay uh, for your products. Um, now, we're fortunate. We see that where we live in the Midwest, uh, they do clean it pretty well. Uh, they do make announcements on the store. Uh, intercoms there so often that uh, associates, this is the time to clean, blah, blah, blah. We want you all as patrons to be safe, you know, that kind of thing. I like that. Uh, it doesn't put fear in me. It's just that it's a nice tool to know that they're taking care of, of the situation. Uh, some people may think it's fearful. Understand that that's what the uh, mainstream media has been trying to do to everybody is fear-mongering. Uh, that's been part of the problem. Uh, that is, I think, uh, shameful. Um, it's great to be concerned. We should be concerned like this for the flu. I mean, the flu is what kills off more people than this thing. But the thing about the coronavirus is it's highly contagious, and you have to be respectful of that because when it's highly contagious, that is what it is, highly contagious. So I was just talking to a neighbor <laughs> before I did this, did the show, and they want to go take care of something that they think uh, they have an issue, and, uh, and they showed me you know what was happening to some skin of theirs, and uh, they fish, and I think that's probably what they got something from that. And uh, uh, said that they didn't want to go to the doctor's office because they were afraid that they may catch the coronavirus there. You know, I said it's 50 You just go anywhere and you can probably catch it. I got gas yesterday, uh, so I went ahead and used three um, uh, handy wipes to use the handle. I've done that before many times um, in the past. And, uh, of course, then you wash your hands afterward always. Uh, so you're going to have to take some extra tips of, of uh, keeping things clean. I think it's a great opportunity for people to learn how to be more clean. Um, we're very uh, uh, always concerning about people not being uh, uh, cleansed, uh, you know, um, cleanse, uh, clean, well, I guess that's the word, <laughs> clean, good hygiene. And that comes from any economic level. I'm telling you right now, any even, it, it doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or if you don't have much money. Uh, there's some people that don't have much money, and they're probably more clean than some people that have money, uh, and vice versa. But uh, uh, now's the time that you got to make sure that you you have good good hygiene. Uh, you uh, make sure that what you're touching is going to be um, clean, <laughs> and uh, so it's going to be a little different uh, than it has in the past. And I feel that the fall is basically going to be our true test of what's going on. This other stuff was just a practice shot, and I think also uh, it was uh, rude uh, for some folks to think that Americans want to stay home all the time and twiddle their thumbs. Uh, that's far from the truth. So um, 
I know our state uh, is taking its time and getting out uh, to do more stuff in the open, and I think that's the way it should be, but I also think the machine should be functioning, uh, that we have to bring our economy back. So um, do be careful. A lot of the states are starting to open up now. Some of them are waiting for another two to four weeks. Uh, decide what's best for you and your family. Uh, it's tough on small businesses. You have to understand this is not just about a, a pandemic. We call it a plandemic. Uh, there's a lot of politics involved, a lot of evil people. Uh, so do uh, try to be on the opposite side of their evil. Uh, do take care of yourself. Be cautious of what you do, where you go, who you're around, uh, wear your mask, do social distancing. Um, <laughs> it's just different times. So uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, some things of what uh, uh, people are doing with their seeds. It's a wonderful time for uh, rebirth, I think, of a lot of uh, people doing uh, their gardening. So um, we'll come back and talk about all that. You're listening to Community Garden Revolution. My name is Mary Catherine, and we're so glad you're here today. And I hope you're enjoying the weather. It's uh, sunny here in 83, they say, already. 83, wow. back to Community Garden Revolution. My name is Mary Catherine, and we're so glad you're here. Uh, it's serious times, really, um, because uh, the uh, rules to the ball game seem to change every day. We find out uh, that it's going to be a shortage on this. We find out it's going to be a shortage on that. No, let's have a shortage on this. And, of course, the meat situation, um, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg of something that could be bad. So, uh, we need to make sure we get that system up and running and going, and that's what they're doing. Uh, we don't want a food shortage, period. Uh, farmers are having problems evidently getting the food out of their uh, their fields. Uh, if you know of a volunteer group or there are some groups around the nation uh, that can send people out and pick out the food from the field, sometimes they sell it as imperfect uh, vegetables or fruits and make money off of that. Uh, then also some of the farms are affected by the coronavirus, uh, or they have people that don't even show up because some of them are sick uh, from that. So um, there's a lot of factors going on, and every day is different. Have you noticed this? Every freaking day is different what we have to make sure that we have to be aware of or make sure we have enough product. So I'm a person that likes to make a lot of lists. I've done this for decades. Make a lot of lists, and I, people make fun of it and whatever, and I don't care. Uh, I don't live their lives, and they're sure, certainly not living mine. Um, make a list of keep you know what do you need to have uh, in your pantry? What is it that you think you'd need coming up? What is it that you're short on? Uh, keep a list going uh, so that when you go to the grocery store and I, and I liked how this one guy said he and his wife get up every day and they go to the store and uh, because like in ours uh, ours are starting to fill up more uh, so that when you go in the grocery store uh, then you can can make some kind of a meal uh, because I remember the first couple times. <laughs> They went to the grocery store. It was like uh, some of the most creative meals I've ever done. You know, what it is is you saw, you bought, and put together. But they were some of the best meals. So, you know, what do you say? But uh, do be aware of what you're needing. And when you may not see it from one store, but you may see it in another store. And I always take the rule of thumb that if I see it in a particular store, I don't wait 
to see if I'll see it in the, another store for the 50 cents less or whatever. I go ahead and buy it. So I've bought some stuff a little bit higher than normal. Uh, in uh, normality uh, of life, I would go ahead and take the time to go down the street and get 50 cents less. Uh, now I don't. Uh, I basically, when I see it, I buy it. And uh, so far for when I've done that, it's rung true uh, that when I get to the next door, they don't have it. So uh, you got to be quick on your toes uh, in this situation. And uh, you got to figure out, you know, what is it I really need or want? What is it that I can work with? Um, am I going to have enough of whatever? Uh, it's very difficult to find out um, how long all this will happen. Uh, from what I understand, uh, as far as the upright freezers, the manufacturers, a lot of them in the nation are out right now. Um, from what I heard or read, I think it was what I read, uh, it wouldn't be until July or August that the manufacturers think they can even have some more product. So um, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, now, um, we have one. We've had one for years. Uh, we just got a family member one for them uh, because I knew that this was going to be a strange uh, pandemic. Uh, so uh, so bottom line, uh, that relative is really glad they have one. And we're really glad that person is able to uh, expand the repertoire of the food and store away some things. And uh, somebody uh, sent some information about what's going out west uh, on some of the shortages out there. Now, whether it's true or not, I don't know because I'm not, I'm not out west, so I don't know. But um, uh, evidently they are starting to see some problems with the supply chain, the trucks coming through, which is across the nation anyway. But uh, supposedly out west uh, they are seeing a little bit more problems. And uh, so one of the gals uh, brought up the point, they said, well, uh, really need to go to a butcher. You can go to a butcher with a minimum of a fourth of a cow. Uh, you can always do a fourth or a half or a whole, of course. Uh, and then, of course, half of pigs is what a lot of people that uh, go to butchers, uh, what they have as requirements for you to purchase. Now, when we were uh, kids, uh, my family, um, my parents uh, would usually get a part of a cow, and it was sometimes a half a cow, sometimes a quarter of a cow. And uh, so then they wait, and the butcher would go ahead and match it up with somebody else that would buy the other part. Uh, and then when they did that, then they went ahead and they put all their money together and, and bought the cow. But, um, you know, figure out a way how to make things work because that's what today's time is about. Uh, it's going to be strange and different for, for a bit, but you can adapt and you can react correctly. Uh, what was a red flag to me is when uh, some of the stores were told not to sell seeds uh, and uh, garden equipment because of the people clamoring together. And we saw that this past week that uh, at our Lowe's, uh, one of our Lowe's location, the normal thing is for the people to uh, kind of bunch up together and look at things or talk to each other in between things. We did not see that in our store. Uh, people were uh, gracious to each other, uh, but at a distance. And uh, they got the thing, and then uh, sometimes there are signs that told you you can only walk this way. Uh, the grocery stores were supposed to be doing something like that, but I don't I don't know where those signs are. I haven't seen them. I've seen people walk that way, but <laughs> I, I don't know where they are. So, uh, but anyway, uh, so do uh, be aware if that's what's going on in the store where you shop. That they want you to work, that work. They want you to walk a certain uh, way down the aisle so that at least then um, uh, it keeps people facing the same way. And um, <laughs> uh, so, so basically, what I was going to say. Uh, I got, so why waylaid on that one? 
um, oh, uh, when they were checking out, uh, the people I noticed, and everybody does this now. I think this is kind of interesting. Uh, everybody uh, did the six feet apart. This is at Lowe's. And uh, they did six feet apart inside the big area, you know, they have as a greenhouse thing. It's open face, you know, it's open. And um, so they were all doing that. Uh, so that was very interesting. And everybody kept their distance of what they were needed to do and what they wanted to purchase. Um, I've also noticed that many of the stores, they wiped down the carts like you wouldn't believe. I think it's great. They wiped down also the place where you... Uh, scope out the food and put it there to get pricing and of course the buttons and the numbers love it absolutely wonderful and uh, so people are finding ways to make sure that people are as safe as possible for hygiene I think that's great absolutely you know for germs I think that's that is unreal that's what America needs so um, anyway if you need to get seeds I would go ahead and make sure you get some and that they're heirloom if you can uh, because we don't know what this ball game is going to be about, and if you, uh, I was talking to a gentleman that uh, likes the aquaponics, hydroponics things, and uh, another gentleman he likes the uh, stuff like the, what the Arrow Garden has. He gets pods. Uh, sometimes he gets his pods uh, online uh, for less price. He says, "I don't know that one, <laughs> but that's what he says." So uh, you might want to think about uh, doing something inside uh, AeroGarden.com. A E R O G-A-R-D-E-N.com has wonderful things to choose from for pods. And they also have it uh, with a technique where you can get, like, herbs or you can get certain other kind of plants that fit what your your uh, cooking desires are for spices and so on. So uh, you might want to look it up and see what they got uh, because we're going to have to think uh, a little bit more outside the box on a few things, uh, particularly when uh, people um, uh, may not like to rub shoulders with somebody else too closely in today's times until we know for sure what this coronavirus is about. And personally, I feel that this fall is going to be the witchy area. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be bad, but when you're mixing it with the flu and then the coronavirus, um, ugh. see our town, uh, usually with just the flu alone, they have all beds are full in the hospital. So it's been very interesting uh, to see uh, that we didn't have to use as many beds for this coronavirus as I thought. But still, I'm, it concerns me. It really does. Uh, we pretty well feel that from August, uh, particularly September on, we're going to have to be inside for a while. Um, we'd love to go to our doctors. We're just kind of, uh, I was just talking to a neighbor, and they said the same thing. They said, we have appointments to go to, and we're not thinking about going. And I think that's what's going to crush uh, many doctors uh, that people are not showing up. But uh uh, their point was that, how do you know if you're going to be okay when you leave? You know, you don't. There's a lot of germs at a doctor's office, lots of germs at a hospital, believe it or not. But you can get that to go in the grocery store. So um, it's going to be extremely interesting how all this <laughs> all this happens. But uh, the USDA has found uh, that uh, there's a big boost in interest in people doing their own gardening. And uh, I believe so, too, but uh, I've seen it for a while anyway because people are concerned uh, about not having enough food. And that's what we've been hearing. Uh, we hear it like bits and pieces. We may hear uh, someone say, uh, there's going to be a, a shortage on, uh, you know, we knew about the uh, uh, bath tissue. Uh, shortage on, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, water was a concern for a while. Um 
uh, uh, bread, uh, you know, meat now is the big thing. Uh, and, and you have to be cognizant that uh, what comes behind that. Um, uh, the, the truckers had a problem. Uh, we heard about that. Then we heard about the supply chain being bad. Then we heard about um, the distributors were able to start selling off some of their food so they could stay in business uh, to the grocery stores. Uh, that's wonderful. Um, you know, there's just a lot into play going on, uh, but uh, we have to make sure that a lot of these industries stay open uh, so that we can get our food um, and get our supplies. So he, to me, I think it's going to be an interesting summer as we grasp our way through the situation, uh, but we also have to learn from uh, all this stuff and make sure that we do it right because when the fall comes, we better have our act together for sure, in my opinion, just my opinion. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and listen to something with the USDA because there is a big interest uh, in a boost uh, of home vegetable gardening. And the thing is, is that if you can't find the seeds at the stores, uh, then you've got to look online at the different catalogs uh, because um, people are trying to eat better. They're trying to make sure that they've got enough sources for their food. Uh, we have a small upright uh, refrigerator. Uh, it's been a godsend for us. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know how long to tell you to store food because I don't know how you eat or whatever, but I would say have some kind of backup plan or backup situation in case uh, something gets so bad out there with the contagion uh, that uh, you can't even really go outside too much. Uh, we're going to take the stance that we're going to be away from as much germs as possible, uh, and uh, we're comfortable with that. So, uh, you have to do what's best for you and your family and then stick with it, but do eat healthy and do be safe. Um, wash those hands all the time. Wash them. Um, we're going to go ahead and listen to the USDA. They've got uh, an idea about what's going on, why there's so much interest in planting the vegetable uh, gardening this year. And um, I even heard a few years back, they said, don't be surprised if you have to grow your own cows, your own pigs, your own uh, chickens. I heard that when I first heard it. I was like, what? <laughs> and someone said that, you know, don't be surprised that somehow you have to be self-sufficient. And you might want to think that one through and then find out what that means for you and your family because these are interesting times and we really don't know what's still what's around the corner. So uh, do be aware that things aren't going to be the same way, but uh, you can adapt and you can make it better and you can uh, make it work for you and your family. But uh, just be aware that, hey, it may not be the same way if you've done in the past. And that's what concerns folks, just concerns folks. So uh, let's go ahead and hear what the USDA says on this report. Here's a song from that classic old musical, The Fantastics, with a couple of gardeners who sing. Life is very, it's very vegetarian. A man who plants a garden is a very woman or child, we drag that old song out every so often when we see a resurgence of interest in gardening, and that's what's happening right now. What's behind it? We'll take a look on this edition of Agriculture USA. I'm Gary Crawford. With many families home most all the time now, home and garden retailers are reporting a huge uptick far above normal years in the sales of seeds and plants and garden supplies to people who for the first time ever are saying... Well, in 
might take a little more than that, but we'll deal with the mechanics a little later. The question is, what's behind this sudden interest in growing vegetables? If you look through history, whenever there's been a crisis, there's an uptick in home uh, vegetable gardening. That's Dennis Patton, Kansas State University Extension gardening expert, and he's right. A few examples. World War One and Two had everybody creating victory gardens. And then just here recently, back when the economy uh, kind of tanked back in 2008, we saw the same uptick in home vegetable gardening. And now we're seeing it with this crisis here, the pandemic of 2020 and COVID-19. And Dennis thinks there are a dozen different reasons for this apparent connection between a time of crisis and uncertainty and an increase in the number of people wanting to grow some of their own food. However, I think people are interested in growing their own for all the reasons a lot of us have been all along. We know where our food's coming from. We know who's touched it. We know what's been applied to it. And homegrown is, is more nutritious, and it always tastes better than what comes in the grocery store. And so I think it's just all those kind of we return to our core values when we get under stress. But in this particular case, there are maybe some other psychological, deep psychological reasons to plant gardens during this extended stay-at-home situation. Very deep, right? People are bored. I think a lot of people are trying to do something with their children. And gardening is a great way to, to get your children outside and away from screen time. And he points out that home and garden centers in most states have been considered essential, so they've been open at one of the few types of stores that you can go to at all, so that may be part of it. I think it's also just kind of part of the control, trying to get some sort of control on the part of our life, too. Meanwhile, the demand for garden seeds by garden stores and by consumers has been huge. It's not as bad a shortage as the toilet paper situation was for a while, but... There has been a seed shortage in many types of seeds because here again, packager, manufacturers, suppliers were not really geared up. When they were packaging seed months ago, COVID-19 was not on anyone's horizon, and so they just did not necessarily package enough seed based on normal years. But that's starting to work itself out, and by now many of us may be buying transplants, starter plants instead of seeds. So if you are among the many Americans who are trying your hand at growing some vegetables for the first time, we have some expert advice, which is get some expert advice. Every state in the United States has a wonderful extension service, and my first bit of advice would be tell people to use it. Particularly to find out what plants are the best for your area and when to plant. Now, Dennis Patton's advice for newbies. Start simple. Start small. You know, you're not trying to hoard food for the winter. You're just trying to supplement your diet during the summer. Dennis says maybe we shouldn't even start off clearing a special section of the yard for the garden or building those raised beds and all of that. Instead, Dennis says you might try just incorporating your vegetable plants into your traditional landscape. So instead of putting in a six-pack of petunias in the spring, put in some green beans. Uh, or take advantage of a spot where an overgrown shrub was. Take it out and put your tomato plants in there. So just planting some vegetables in the normal landscape's a good idea. And then the other thing that's really been popular, and I've gotten more questions on this year, is growing the vegetables in containers. Uh, and you can certainly grow a lot of veggies in various containers setting on the deck or patio. But again, contact your local extension service. They can get you a guide on what things will do well in your situation, considering how much sun your yard or deck receives, that sort of thing. So plant by plant, row by row, you can make that garden grow. And you'll be part of Agriculture USA.
this is Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington. Thanks, Gary. And a nice product also is called the Garden Tower Project. Uh, that's www.gardentowerproject.com. And it's a vertical garden. Uh, basically, it's very sustainable that uh, you can put it on um, patios. You can put it in a garden to add more space. Uh, because remember, a lot of people do vertical uh, shelving uh, to get more space for other uh, plants that they can have. Um, think outside the box because these are different times. Um, I like the www.garden.project.com. That's www.gardentowerproject.com because uh, it does allow you to have about 45 or 50 plants that are growing vertically. It does have composting capabilities in the middle if that's what you're uh, interested in doing. Uh, It does have all the plants, but uh, if that's really big on your radar. Uh, But... um, there are different ways of making something uh, grow, and uh, there's options for people now uh, in how you can grow things. And I like the idea of containers. We use containers. Uh, container gardening makes it better for height, uh, be, be able to reach over. I, I heard or read or something, I, I think I heard some guy, uh, what he was doing is that he was making more, uh, he's younger than me, uh, he was making more of uh, raised beds because then he could bend over and uh, working that faster and better than doing surface gardening now that he's a little bit older. Now, again, he's younger than me, but um, <laughs> so, but that's what he's doing. Uh, that's something to think about. I've thought about myself that down the road that might be easier anyway to do it that way. Also, I think aesthetically sometimes it looks better too. Uh, there's certain things that you could do uh, surface gardening, but go ahead and think through that you may do it with also uh, some kind of um, uh, raised bed. So um, uh, we're going to also uh, talk uh, about the uh, municipalities helping out urban farming. Urban farming is very important. I know in our town they kind of frown on it, but um, uh, where you have space, you might as well use it. It's how I look at it. So uh, there are some towns that really embrace the idea of urban farming. Uh, It is very popular in many areas. One place that's got it is Baltimore, Maryland. And so they're going to talk about how uh, municipalities are using changes in the policy and regulations, which uh, do supporting uh, the nonprofit or the for-profit urban farmers. And uh, that's very important because that's part of our food system. From here on in, we cannot be too picky choosy or too uppity or whatever. We've got to pick on uh, helping out out, uh, people grow food, Uh, whether it's kitchen at table, the logistics people have just got the magazine in today. Uh, they're talking about how they can make that better for people logistically. You know, I think during this coronavirus thing, we found out that the people that do the food supply chain uh, are not doing a good job. Somehow we got to get back on cue on whatever that means. But, oh, I'm going to run out of space here. I've got to end the show. Well, thank you for listening to our show. Maybe we'll get that, that new story uh, from the uh, from the USDA. So. All right, well, thanks for listening to Community Garden Revolution, but do grow something. And uh, thanks for listening to us. Have a great Community Garden Day. My name is Mary Catherine.